Welcome to the Goth and the Sloth. I'm your Sloth, Matt. And I'm Luna the Goth. This is the podcast of two friends living a country apart, living our best lives, and getting into different things. We decided we'd take the first part of this podcast to discuss the COVID-19 and how it affects our lives, how it affects your lives, and how it's destroying everything that we know and love. (laughs) Oh, that feels so accurate. (laughs) (laughs) And before we get too far into it, happy birthday to the best podcast partner uh, since Jess Perkins. Oh, that's a that's quite the compliment. That is quite the compliment, sir. Thank you very much. By the time you're getting this, I will have already birthdayed, and you will be about to birthday. That's right. So happy birthday to you as well. But I'll say it again next week. <laughs> I need many people to tell me happy birthday many times because that's I, I... what July is for. Yeah. And also, I recently renamed July as Naptober. <laughs> I have no regrets. So we now have birthdays in Naptober. All right. I'll take it. I think that it makes everyone happy, especially the kitty cats. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. Well, thank you. I'm I'm older now. Older That's and wiser. <laughs> if I can convince people of that, <laughs> that will be my quest of 2020. The world sucks, but I'm wiser. Listen to me. I mean, I feel a little bit wiser, you know, after getting through the first decade of 2020. Oh, my God. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so real. Yep. First decade of 2020. Hopefully only one more decade to go. But, you know, things are in the air. We, We may never get out of this thing. It's never gonna end. It's the ongoing joke of uh, on December thirty first. It's gonna roll over and hit December thirty second. Like, that oh. would be the most soul crushing day of my entire life. Why? It won't end. So let's get into uh, the terrible news of the week. So what's going on in the Greater Virginia area? Well, uh, Virginia has 68,931 cases, so we're up about 5,000 from last week. Yeah, they climbing. Um, 6,675 hospitalizations, which is up about 500, and 1,958 deaths, which is up about 150. So the numbers are kind of... uh, spread in a normal way like this isn't quite a spike in deaths i'm nervous about what next week will look like um but overall it's all rising and it's all awful and everything sucks it's true yep uh i just saw something actually right before we started recording that the governor um kind of like called everybody out and was like I can put restrictions back on people. I can do it. Don't, Don't make... make me pull the scar over. <laughs> Don't make me count to three. Right. <laughs> and yeah, it's it's crazy. But yeah, so um, otherwise, I mean, they have a new fancy website, a new newer, fancier website for COVID stuff. Um and over like just on the ground, like there's this weird dichotomous energy in the air as summer progresses. Like there's this excited, eager 
feeling to enjoy the sunshine, go out. Um, but also there's like this almost tangible feeling of watching everything reopen and just kind of be like, Ooh, I'm a little nervous about this. And like looking to the South of us and going, Ooh, it doesn't look so good down there. So, um, so yeah. And, uh, statues as far as the civil unrest situation in Richmond, which is now just part of our DNA. Right. Um, statues are continuing to come down, uh, but the city council and mayor are increasing police presence at what you would call the Lee Monument. Um, the community has reclaimed the Lee Monument and Circle, and we now call it the Marcus David Peters Circle, uh, who was a man that was murdered by the police here in Richmond. Um, so, but it's the, it's the center of the community and the BLM movement in mm-hmm. Richmond. Yeah. So um, everything there though has been completely peaceful, very community driven, like basketball hoops and picnics and people are just cooking for each other. And, you know, it's just like this jovial place. Um, and, they're just like, yeah, let's put more police there. <laughs> and things always go bad when there are more police. Yes. So it's like, oh, all right, let's see what happens this time. But the protests haven't stopped. They've been going pretty much constantly. So Yeah. Anyway. They can't stop. Uh, they won't stop. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What's going on, in Colorado? Not, not good things. Oh no! <laughs> We're at thirty-six thousand one hundred ninety-one cases, which is up three thousand from the previous week, which is our highest Whoa. week to week. I had to look back since our um, uh, which one was it? Which episode? It was the uh, the happy or the wholesome content episode. <laughs> It's oh nice. It's been a minute since we had an increase that much. That's a huge week to week. Um, Five thousand eight hundred sixty-four hospitalizations, which is up three hundred and thirty-seven from the previous week, which is a, a like a two hundred percent spike. And one thousand five hundred eighty-six deaths, which is up sixty-five, which is the first increase in three weeks. So we've been like having less deaths week to week. Until this week, and now we're back, ticking back up again. Man, such a bummer. I didn't get the actual numbers, but the percentage of uh, positive to negative cases is also, like, uh, tests, uh, is becoming disproportionate. Like, we're finding just more and more cases are coming, tests are coming back positive. Really? Then, So it's not just a matter of more tests, there's just more people have it. Oh no. I didn't think about looking at that. I wonder what how so Virginia's doing with that and I wonder if we would even, you know, make those numbers easy to find, frankly. Um, um for overall I could figure it out for us because they list how many case or how many tests they've done. So that's a okay. pretty easy math to go. Cool. Well, we've had this many total cases. Um but they I saw a news report recently where yeah, you can see you know week to week like the cases are coming back positive more often and mm. that's not good <laughs> that's not good at all and, man 
And to add to that, we have the uh, the Speedway here. Um, what's it called? The Bandamir Speedway? You know the Bandamere oh, Speedway. Yeah. I, I do know, yes. So uh, Jefferson County let them go ahead and do their fireworks and stuff. As long as they follow all the rules and do the things and be good, they did none of those things. They did none of those so, things. I did see some pictures, and I was like, hmm. Yeah, so the county uh, said, you can't be open anymore. Close them hard down. And Dang. is threatening to sue them as well. <laughs> and uh, Bandamere's like, but it's it's people's choice. And it's like, it is, but they're going to get sick and then go out and get other people sick. It starts a, It starts a thing, man. It does, and that's you know it's it's hairy. Like when you get there and in that space, like you have a business saying, "I'm not going to enforce the rules of the county or state or whatever it is," mm-hmm. and then bad things happen. Yeah, and it's like, so is it their choice, or is it that you allowed them to do it? Like this is a public health crisis, like crisis. So like. I don't know. I don't know where the buck stops, but it's all shitty. Yeah. So, yeah, I think they definitely deserve the punishment they got. Like, you know, you can't, yeah. can't trust you if you're going to say you're going to follow the rules and then just not do it. So. Yeah. I mean, that's the big thing there is that they said they would. Yeah. And then didn't. That's that's a problem. Yep. At some point, we have to start holding people accountable for lying. Exactly. Or is this just not a thing we do in America anymore? <laughs> I mean, God. did we ever at a certain level... <laughs> I mean, at some level, we used to care. (laughs) And now just constant diarrhea vomit comes out of that man's mouth. And it's just like, oh, yeah, it's just another Tuesday. And his poor freaking staff, though, I don't feel bad for them. But, you know, they're just like matrix level backbending trying to no he was just kidding and he didn't really mean it when he said fuck you yeah and (laughs) like okay yeah but it's presidential harassment okay all right all right (laughs) this guy uh speaking of national news and our our great uh you know not necessarily a leader, but our leaders pick your favorite person. The Secretary of Education is back in the news again, but she in sure a is. really funny way. So she was talking to a lot of superintendents, trying to force open a lot of schools. And the world's biggest um, school system, it's New York, I believe, somewhere in New York. Uh, their superintendent's like, no. And she's like, you need to open. He's like, no, we're not going to open. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, gotta hand it to New York sometimes. I mean, they got it really bad in the first like initial wave of this, so of you course they know exactly fault... how bad it can get. Yeah, you cannot fault them for being like, no, I don't, I don't think we're ready yet. So, no, it, the whole, I yeah, I didn't even write it down to talk about because it it just makes me so mad. But yeah, the whole like education thing, like, and his threat today, like. Yeah. If schools don't open, then we're going to pull federal funding or whatever. This is, that is ludicrous. Yeah. Ludicrous. And it's not like they're not going to open. They're looking for alternative ways to just not physically be in this classroom. Yeah. And it sucks, man. I mean, y- you might 
not get the same experience as being in school. And yes, just like we talked about, a lot of kids will not be served if it's, you know, all online and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, this is a public health crisis. Mm -hmm. You just can't like send people in and just count on the numbers. And well, some of them will be alive. They won't kill some of their family members if they take the virus back to, you know, back home after licking another kid's ear lobe. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, someone did the math on it too, and he they figured out. Oh, I wish I could find that tweet again, but finding a, a tweet you didn't favorite, it's gonna go forever. <laughs> Anyways, yep. um, they're gone. They're like the percentage of people in in elementary school that go to, or the amount of kids that go to elementary school. If you do the percentage of kids that get sick from Corona. And then even divide that into the ones that die from Corona. We're looking at um, a number higher than 9-11 of kids dying if we force everyone back into school right away. That is just insane. Just statistically speaking, that's a possibility. And we're not even, like, talking, like, people are still treating this like it's the common cold. For the people that, like, really get sick, there's, like lasting consequences for the rest of their life Yeah, we're just now starting to see some of that where it's insane so yeah but i mean that's going to be the push in the next few weeks here is school because schools are going to start kicking up in late august early september and how do you do that yeah i don't i don't know denver county put out a thing about it but i since gotten rid of it because the world exploded again (laughs) sense and so i don't think they're gonna follow that same plan anymore yeah it's like it's almost like every year or sorry every week there's like some sort of announcement and then if you're not on top of it it sounds so antiquated by the time yeah you look at it the week later you're like oh you sweet summer child you thought that we would you thought that our death numbers would be going down. That's so funny of you. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Well, what's going on in the world of Luna? What's personal news you got going this week? Um, The only personal news uh, of the past week is that I am teaching again. Yay. So the studio is reopened. I am able to hang from things. Everything hurts. <laughs> um I feel very swollen and <laughs> squishy <laughs> and also not squishy because some of my muscles are like, I'm only going to flex now because you didn't flex me for this long. So this is just my natural state now. <laughs> it's the worst, but also the best. I'm so happy, like so happy to be back in the studio. Of course it is stressful, um, but we have like this crazy protocol that is like above and beyond anything that I could have come up with. So I feel like I don't feel like I'm endangering anyone else. Mm -hmm. And I make sure that I run my classrooms in a way where people don't have the opportunity to endanger somebody else. Um, And we're doing the same thing, like taking temperatures and stuff. And, you know, if someone comes in and they're asymptomatic, I don't really see a way that they can endanger someone else based on everything that I do. And I, I've, I mean, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm like teaching and also Mary Poppins. <laughs> like, I'm just like running around and disinfecting, and then like, you know, guiding people. And we don't do anything dangerous enough to need spotting because that's not a thing anymore right now. Yeah. Um, but 
regardless, even with all of that, I'm just happy to be back. So that's my news. That's awesome. Hanging from things and back in my natural state of being. (laughs) Upside down. As I say, you are part bat, so you just hang upside down a lot. It's true. (laughs) Little did I know. It was like one day I just hung upside down and was like, oh. (laughs) This feels right. (laughs) Yeah. This is how I shall exist for the rest of my days. (laughs) <laughs> what about you what's in your personal world um not a whole lot um working yeah just working uh band had our, our stream we had some technical difficulties but we got through it and um uh, that's like oh man if you if someone needs to make a shirt for every band that has streamed anything because it's that's like a sentence that they all say afterwards at some point yeah. over this year. It's like, oh, yeah, we did this thing. We had some technical difficulties, but we got through it. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, I had a big conversation with a uh, friend of mine who's a sound tech. And I was just like, yeah, if you can listen to it, give me any tips or what you think. He's like, ah. and he did. And he's like, oh, he gave me a couple tips. So he's also like, I don't know. Like, we're all just. We were all thrown into having to stream out of nowhere, and we don't know what we're doing. So if you figure anything else out, you also let me know. <laughs> like it's yeah, because yeah, doing That's... doing sound for like a um a like a concert hall is different than doing sound for something that gets filtered through and compressed and sent out to the Absolutely. internet. Absolutely, Absolutely. I mean, doing sound for any space is different. And then you just take the space away and you're like, fuck it, let's squish the wave into this little tiny tune that's going to go, you know, be sent to people through their internet connection. And you're just like, well, I worked real hard on that tone, but they're going to get. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that's pretty much it in the news world. Well, besides uh, my parents got a new puppy. They did so cute. It's just it's it looks like you could take all the skin on it and <laughs> squish it up to the face and it would just be like this little poochy face that you could love on and you gotta rub the belly. Like you were required to rub the belly in my name <laughs> for my birthday. That's my birthday present. Go rub all that right. puppy's belly. I'll be over there next week, so yes. Yay. But yeah, it looks just like my dad, like a grumpy old man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a uh it's a bulldog uh golden re- or bulldog labrador mix. It's an interesting mix. It's so cute. It's gonna be big. It's gonna be big. <laughs> With a yeah. big fat bulldog. <laughs> oh yeah, he, he might be a little top heavy, but hopefully the Labrador Kind of lengthens him out. It's still figuring out that. And so, yeah, when it runs, it gets top heavy. (laughs) Face plants. (laughs) That's my favorite, especially bulldogs. I mean, bulldog puppies, they're so top heavy and they have no choice. It's like they sniff at something and they face plant. It's just the best. (laughs) I love it. So um, after that happiness, let's dive into today's subject, which is terribleness what are we talking about today (laughs) well uh let me intro this as we as americans understand the idea of family yeah family is something that we 
know and love and in every family there's that family member yep (laughs) you can't disclaim them they are your blood and perhaps in some ways they're like a thicker truer less diluted form of the blood of america (laughs) and that's right we're talking about florida yes (laughs) tell me i'm wrong I'll, well, I'm going to throw it out to my international people there, that are international listeners, that, uh, look, we've tried to stop Florida from Floriding, but Florida's just going to Florida. It's it's just inevitable. Uh, yeah, it really flies to the tune of its own farts. I, I know that sounds crazy, but that's probably pretty accurate. I was going to say fan boat, but fart works too. Well, that's only a part of Florida. There's a whole rest of Florida. So anyway, um, so I'm going to put this right up top that I grew up in Florida. Uh, the meme of the little girl riding an alligator to Publix to get a pub sub. That was my childhood. Um, I also went to college in Florida. Go Seminoles. And so I say this to remind everyone that I am within myself a volatile mixture of Caribbean blood that's been like hot boxed in a room full of burning bath salts. And that's that's just who I am inside. We accept it. We move on. <laughs> but yes, I did grow up in Florida. I'm very familiar with the Florida situation. Um and I get it. The hatred for Florida is very real. Uh, outside of the state and especially within the state Um, but I don't necessarily want this to only be a dumping fest oh yeah there's parts of Florida I love exactly yeah like we know that things are wild in the little dangly part of the country where all the orange (laughs) oranges come from (laughs) but uh, Florida is actually a really beautiful beautiful geological biological place um with incredible animals, incredible wildlife, like uh, flora and fauna, Mm -hmm. uh, beautiful springs, beaches. Like, it is a really beautiful part of the country that isn't quite like anywhere else. Um, And as far as the people, you could just say that a ton of these people are just trying to get by. You have, like, the Caribbean immigrants. uh, Holla to my people. Um, (laughs) (laughs) To extremely wealthy retirees, to the rainbow people in Ocala National Forest, to your average everyday Florida redneck. Um, I like to think of the Florida rednecks as, if you have a tattoo of Florida on your body, (laughs) Matt checks himself. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, okay. I just want to put that out there. Um, I don't want to necessarily just dump on Florida. It, it, but I mean, it does deserve a lot of what it gets. So. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason why we actually have to address it. It's yeah become a thing. It has become a thing. Um, okay, I do want everyone to go into this realizing that, or at least maybe not realizing, but understanding that the seat of the governor has been corrupt for over a decade it's been absolute trash we went from rick scott um to who was regularly called voldemort (laughs) in a time when that was a less complicated topic (laughs) (laughs) 
to Ron DeSantis, uh, who is arguably the used condom Satan accidentally stepped on while taking a pee break in the woods. <laughs> I think that that sums right. him up yeah. pretty accurately. Uh, I despise these two people. Like, when Rick Scott came went out of office, I was like, oh my god, anyone but Rick Scott. And then this dude shows up, and I'm just like, <laughs> what on earth is going on in Florida? And I was like, peace out, guys. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so, two days ago, uh, The Hill published a story titled, Florida Emerges as the World's New Epicenter for COVID-19. And it's exactly what you think. Uh, under the leadership of DeSantis, Florida was one of the latest to impose stay-at-home orders and was one of the first to reopen. Obviously a bad idea right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, DeSantis famously declared victory on the virus in May. There's video footage of it. You can watch it. So it's just uh, like the um, mission accomplished speech from uh, George W.? yes exactly yeah but more pathetic um he's quoted to say when you look at some of the most draconian orders that have been issued in some of these states and compare florida in terms of our hospitalizations i mean you go from dc maryland new jersey new york connecticut massachusetts michigan indiana ohio illinois you name it florida has done better and he said this from the Oval Office in late April. Basically, yeah. he knows his states. <laughs> you watched that uh, Animaniacs episode where you learned to sing the states. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. Like, just anyway. Um, so, yeah, uh, obviously, he said it from the Oval Office in April. He is a Republican. He and Trump are buddy-buddy Um I like to think that this guy is basically Iago on Trump's shoulder. Okay. Disney reference. Yeah. You get it? No, I get it. Okay, it's just Gilbert, making sure. It's Gilbert Godfrey. He is. <laughs> I'm um, molting. <laughs> exactly. Um, so now, after May and April, uh, as numbers have risen, and Matt will go over the numbers in a second, uh, he continues to downplay things, saying it, you know, there are more cases because there's more testing, and it's only going after the younger, healthier people. So you need not worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a real thing. Um, so Matt, go ahead and take it away. I have a little more, but I I want to talk about the numbers with you. For yeah, a bit. let's get into that because I had to triple check these because it didn't even sound correct, but. This is from the Florida Department of Health website. So you you guys uh, in Virginia had, you said 60-some-odd thousand cases. And mm -hmm. we had 68. about uh, 30 coming up to 40 on our side, right? Mm-hmm. 229,367 cases. Oh, my God. Florida, what the hell, man? <laughs> We gotta lock you in a room? Like, what do we gotta do here? We gotta detox? My lord, that is insane. That is, uh, that's more than I think the entirety of Delaware. I'm pretty sure. That, you may be right. That's wild. Oh my god. 
they didn't list hospitalizations, but uh, here's another one. So we're running about 1,500 deaths on in Colorado. You, you're right around that level. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, 19. 4,009 deaths. 4,000 people? 4,000 people died in Florida from COVID. Oh, my God. And that's just so far. Holy cow. It's so much worse than I thought. Yeah. They, in one day, had 120 people die. That's more. Oh. That's double than Colorado had in a week. In yeah, that's a, just about, just under how many people died in Virginia in a week. Holy crap. Uh, uh. So this is why we have to discuss this, because <laughs> it it's out of control in Florida. And it, their government doesn't seem to want to acknowledge that it is out of control absolutely they're not acknowledging it this is that those numbers are it's like blowing my mind like i knew they were really high and i knew like that article was like it's the epicenter and i was like i didn't know how figurative or literal that was but good lord that's scary that is absolutely scary oh man because, yeah, that's easily transferable. Then it hits Georgia from there. It hits Tennessee. And it just starts spreading across the country from there. Unless somebody that's it. stops it. I'm just going to spray Florida people <laughs> down when they see. I'm, I have lots of family and friends in Florida. And I'm, I'll just I'll just have a little spray bottle and just be like, pause, spray, 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 turn around, spray, spray, spray. All right, sit there for at least a... Uh, three minutes and i'll come back do that again and then we'll let you dry off and then i will be in the same room with you but we're still not touching yeah (laughs) it is it is insane that is insane and i mean i do want to reiterate i'm joking like you know just because you're from florida doesn't mean you're dirty um but the way that the government is handling the situation in florida is absolutely it's disgusting to yeah. me. That's the only word that comes to mind is disgusting. Yeah, because, uh, I mean, I don't know if you were going to discuss it not or yet, but I'll jump the gun a little bit. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Disney World's planning on opening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just about to talk about that for sure. Like, And Universal is already open. Um, and DeSantis is just, like, not worried. He's like, oh, it's fine. They're great. They have some measures in place. It's like, I don't know if any of y'all have been to Disney, but even on a slow day, that's a lot of people. There is nowhere you go where you're not surrounded by people. Exactly. There is no way to social distance unless, you know, they're cutting the park capacity to like a quarter of the size and limiting when people can enter or something, which I'm sure they're not. Yeah. But like, it's just... It's, oh man, like my heart is sinking. Like that is crazy to have numbers like that and just keep reopening. Yeah, just be like, oh no, it's fine. We're all fine. Like they, go ahead. No, go ahead. ahead. They need to change their state flag to that meme of in the fire and drinking coffee. (laughs) This is fine. No, they don't deserve that (laughs) level of pop culture. No, no. It's just the poop emoji. That's it. Just the poop. Just and maybe like an alligator in the corner. That's all you get. 
Oh, man. Okay. So, on that note, um, I do want to acknowledge that, yes, people are losing jobs and are, you know, having trouble with rent and mortgage. And, yes, that's awful. And I know so many people, um, you know, owners of restaurants and bars who are having to shut their doors forever. And that is tragic. And I get it. Um, like, I mean, this thing's wreaking havoc on the nightlife industry in general, mm-hmm. uh, but especially down there in Florida. And the thing is, is that while those things are true, they're not the only, like, that is true. And it's true that people are sick and dying and dead. Yeah. So the problem that I have with this is that people are being discouraged from protecting themselves or even just like the, the idea of protecting yourself is being downplayed in Florida. And I think that that is that right there is what makes this discussion disgusting to me. The leadership in Florida is just going to allow people, encourage people even to go and, put themselves and their families at risk yeah yeah that's just so i'm and they, so sad right now like they, that is just heartbreaking yeah and they were like really first in the news like way back in april when uh you know all the kids from spring break went out there because you know they didn't close the beaches yep yeah and they reopened those beaches fast so i mean this is a good case of, you know, you reap what you sow in a lot of ways because yeah, you mentioned just a little bit ago, they're a little last to close down and first mm-hmm. open and you can see the direct effect of that right here. Yeah. Uh, and I think what it's also, so my parents also live in Florida and um, I talked to them about this yesterday and I asked them like, what, what messaging are they getting? Like, in Florida, from within Florida, what what are you getting? What is they What are they saying on the news? And they said that all they're really getting, and they're not Fox News people, so <laughs> I don't even know what they're what those people are getting. And there are a lot of those down there. But um, my parents said that they're just seeing a lot of DeSantis saying, you know, it's we have more testing, so that's why we have more cases, and Trump saying live with it, and just the messaging like not really hitting the more serious points um or like just kind of glancing over them like flash it on the screen and then talk about something else yeah (laughs) (laughs) so um so that's another aspect of it that like you know us doing this podcast and all the things we've been looking at for in our states virginia and colorado and then nationwide worldwide even and it's almost like people don't aren't even that information isn't even being easily put in front of their eyes when they're watching, you know, like Mm -hmm. that you kind of have to look for it. um, Yeah. Or you have to be in a social circle where it's being shared relative, you know, which my parents aren't. I mean, they're, they spend a lot of time on WhatsApp with a lot of the same people, you know? Sure. Um, And my dad's now on Facebook a little bit more, my mom a little less so. And, they get some information there, but it, de- it all depends on who your friend circle is yeah. on social media. So it's just, it's scary that there's a chance that people are hanging out down there and they also think, oh, it's whatever. Like those numbers aren't that big. It's, it's, it's not that big of an issue. And that freaks me out to no end. So 
<laughs> that being said, if you are from Florida, I would love to hear your experience and like yeah. whatever it is that you're hearing, seeing, because I really only talked to my parents and I didn't really reach out to my friends in Tallahassee, but, um, and I probably will now that I heard that. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I would really love to hear any firsthand accounts of, uh, Florida during this crazy wave. Yeah. Cause that's, that would be really interesting to, to, just to hear from, you know, inside that state, what's going on and, you know, how states are differently, you know, reacting to it inside the state itself. Cause like, mm-hmm. you know, we got our governor in Colorado here who is quoted saying, wear your damn mask. <laughs> um. <laughs> that is so Coloradan. I can't even. <laughs> and so, you know, the dis- I think we have a very reasonable look at it, but yeah, you could see if you're within there is, yeah, is stuff being withheld? Is it just not yeah. being discussed? Yeah, just in a bubble? Yeah. Yeah, and for for the international listeners, like, I know you probably realize, you probably know that America is huge, like, the United States is massive. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about these states, they we talk about them being around the corner but they're not like they're they're far yeah um and the governing in each state sometimes swings so wildly different that you may not you sometimes don't even know what's happening in the state next to you yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so in some ways the communication is almost like separate countries at times uh, especially right now with how divisive we are as a nation um but yeah anyway i just wanted to clear that up in case everyone's like yeah but aren't you like right up the street no <laughs> no. no we are not yeah no i am a entire country from florida <laughs> <laughs> yeah you probably but... fit a couple like, at least a couple european countries between you and florida <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's it's a hundred miles from my house to the next state border like that's how that's far true. Especially in the West, we're just spread out. Everything's spread out, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, so I do want to talk about the demographics of Florida. So in 2019, there were uh, about 20% of Florida's residents were over 65. So everyone knows that Florida has a lot of elderly population because it's a paradise for retirees. Absolutely. There's no uh, property tax, so you would... You know, if you're living on Social Security, it's one less thing you have to worry about. Um, So that's fine and good, but that's 20% of the population that's at high risk of perishing from this or even being hospitalized or just having horrific difficulty uh, with this virus. I think that that is something that I don't, it just scares me. Like when I think about the elderly population of Florida, it's like, and <laughs> I know it's, it's a little biased of me from my perspective, but I always look at it as like, that, that's America's parents. America's yeah. parents are down in Florida. <laughs> I mean, you're not totally off base. <laughs> like So many people have their parents down in Florida and they're just, you know, they're being told one thing or another. If they're only listening to Fox News, they're definitely getting told something else. And it's it's just scary to think about. Yeah. And then uh, as far as um, 
race, only about 53% of Florida's population is white and non-Hispanic. So everybody else yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is essentially a person of color and some level of brownness. Yeah, right. Blackness. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're super close to Cuba. And mm-hmm. Yeah, they have a huge And influx. the Caribbean islands in general. Yeah. Like so many islanders, so many uh, just Puerto Ricans and everybody like everybody lives in florida it really is a melting pot unless you go to the orange groves where i grew up and then it's (laughs) one very bland pot with no spice (laughs) i was the one fleck of pepper (laughs) um anyway so that said we know that this virus is about three times more likely to kill um black and brown people Mm -hmm. it's like i want to just mention these notes i'm not saying anything drastic like i want to (laughs) (laughs) but i just want to list you know these are facts yeah of the population and these are facts that are relevant to the situation right now the last thing i'll i'll bring up is that forbes announced in 2019 that 52 billionaires live in florida wow 52 billionaires billionaires not millionaires billionaires billionaires live in florida that wealth if you've ever been there is not spread out throughout the state absolutely not there's a reason you only see very specific parts of florida when glorifying talking about billionaires and money and whatever and you only see those specific spots from a few angles because if you shoot it at this angle, you're going to see the trailer park right over there mm-hmm. behind that shitty fence that, you know, no one can afford to fix. Like, it's when I talk about like classism and economic disparity, Florida is like, it's like the poster child. Yeah. It really, I mean, it feels that way. And I, also just wanted to bring that up because I don't think that it's mutually exclusive when talking about the situation down there right now. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, all the reopening stuff is absolutely money driven for good or for ill and however you feel about it in the end, it's about making a dollar and you got these people that want to make some money. Yeah. And, but they don't have to risk their lives for it. Exactly. They're not opening their bar they're having you know the manager they hired to open the bar Mm -hmm. and yeah yeah it's just it's all of it is just so like i knew we'd go into this episode and just be like oh man this is crazy you know florida's doing it again and like the more i think about it the more absolutely soul crushing it is like that it's so many lives are at risk yeah no i just just the number when that came up is like that's that's not right like that's too many (laughs) someone moved a decimal point to the wrong spot or something (laughs) right but no triple checked it checked other sources that they are in six digits of cases yeah and i do want to say i do i want to give leon county a shout out (laughs) i i don't uh, I'm not from Leon County. It's the county that um, Tallahassee is in. So I lived in Leon County for a while, went to college there. 
And I don't know about any other cases, but I do have a lot of contact, you know, I have a lot of friends in Leon County. So uh, an article popped up on my Facebook that said that I guess someone had taken the county's order to wear masks, like the county mandated masks. Mm -hmm. So that's good. Um, but they they took it to court. Oh, jeez. <laughs> But the judge ruled that it's not an impingement on your rights. So. <laughs> I mean, these people that don't that think the uh, masks are infringing on them, they're really gonna hate when they find out about restaurants that make you wear a jacket. Like, right? That's really gonna throw them off. <laughs> oh my god! So yeah, I I do want to you know give props to the elected officials down there in Florida that are swimming upstream against the craziness that's coming from the governor. Um, you know, I can't imagine their fight right now of like trying to protect their constituents, but then you have the messaging of like, Oh no, it's fine. Go to Disney world. And you're like, no, no, yeah, <laughs> don't go to Disney world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a poll up on my Facebook from one of the news sources. Like if they opened with restrictions, would you go like, no, 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 <laughs> no way. <laughs> Although 33% still said yes. I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> again, this is such a large country. There are probably places where they're like, oh, it hasn't really affected us. Oh, absolutely. So I'm sure it's fine. You know, we've been washing our hands and no one's been getting sick, so I'm sure it's fine. But in a place where so many people are sick, yeah, and that's just the people that have been tested, like... And Orlando is a very densely populated city, and that's where all the theme parks are. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Especially when you consider all the alligators. <laughs> I mean, that's, it's like what... I'm making this number up. I almost <laughs> said it without laughing. But I was going to say, like, we're at about 10 alligators per capita. <laughs> <laughs> These gators will get you. Hmm. They're fine. They're just large lizards that like napping in the sun. I mean, people have them as pets down there, so... That is illegal, and they should not be doing that. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of stuff people are doing that aren't illegal. <laughs> that is very true, and you're not wrong at all. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, Florida government, uh, get your shit together, I think. For is... real, and I mean, more than ever, if check on your Florida friends. Like, mm -hmm. I'm about to. <laughs> about to check on all my Florida friends. Like, this is wild. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Anyway, did you have anything else? No, I think that's about it. Cool. Yeah. So let's move into uh, the next part of our show. Our distractions. What we're distracting ourselves from, from the burning dumpster fire that's encroaching <laughs> on our lives outside our window. <laughs> so what are you distracting uh, yourself with? One word. Hamilton. Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, okay, just to preface this, I just want to let everyone know that I missed the original boat. Like, everyone was like, oh, Hamilton, Hamilton, it's so amazing. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll listen to it eventually. My life was crazy at the time. I just wasn't in a place where, you know, I used to consume musical theater, like, so much. And then, you know, life happened, and I couldn't as much, and at some point I listened to the, um, 
uh, I listened to the soundtrack and I was like, this bops. But then I was like, what the hell are they talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so then I, you know, I looked it up and I was like, oh, this bops. I, I'm into this. I like it. This is great. But I cannot afford a ticket. Oh, yeah. To this day, I could never afford a ticket. Um, and so I, you know, I just kind of had to let it go because I knew I'd never see it or at least not anytime soon. And then it came out on Disney Plus. <laughs> and then I've been watching it every day, sometimes twice a day. You could call it an obsession, but I don't care. <laughs> it's so good. I just, I can't get it out of my head. Like the production. Oh, yeah. The choreography, the lighting, just everything, the prop management, the story, the writing in general. I just read this thing that blew my mind <laughs> that the girl. Um, there's the woman of color that she had, not the one with the afro, but the one with a little tuft. The you haven't watched sister? this enough I didn't times. Watch it, but uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. The, his his wife's sister. No, no, no. no she's um, okay. she's uh, in the ensemble. Oh, she's okay. a dancer. Yeah, yeah. I actually think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and uh, first of all, all of these ensemble Insane. characters just yeah. oh, so good. And then I just realized, like. They, I just read this thing where her name, her character is called the bullet because she does the the bullet. Oh like the yeah, slow. she grabs the bullet at the mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay. And she, um, like she's basically the character of death, and so she flirts with people throughout the thing. And it's like she, um. She, like, at the very beginning during my shot, she, like, goes for Hamilton, and then Lawrence, like, blocks her, and then she locks eyes with him, and he's the first one to die, and right before he dies, she does the, she kills the British officer with him, and then it's, like, my mind, I have to watch it again, like, right now. I'm so (laughs) excited. My heart rate is up. Help. That is awesome. (laughs) Yeah, no, this is the first, like, quarantine thing I've actually been on board with. Like, I miss the Tiger King. (laughs) I missed. Um, yeah, that wasn't my jam. Uh, the the island, uh, the the video game. Oh, <laughs> the island. Yeah, animal, animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. <laughs> I'm out of touch. You made it sound so much more ominous. <laughs> I missed the, the island. island. Uh, but this one I did catch, and yeah, like I focus on weird things, but in a good way. The stage work with the two rotating stages is was insane. Like that would so I would have died if I was in that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh it's so great i would i i want to be on that stage so bad and then you have like the okay i could talk about this forever but this is the last thing i'll say <laughs> <All right. laughs> i just really appreciate the like how they used the concentric circles to like show you the passage of time mm-hmm. and space yeah it's just so seamless that your brain's like oh i know exactly what's happening but there's no reason you should know what's happening. There's two freaking concentric circles spinning in the middle of a fucking floor. What what makes you think that you would understand what was going on? But they did it perfectly. I'm so in love. This is amazing. Anyway. Okay. It's good. <laughs> what are you distracting yourself with? Um, well, I did also watch Hamilton, but I had a whole, like, I had a four-day weekend. And so I did a whole watch of a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah it was a holiday weekend yeah. i kind of forgot so <laughs> that was five years ago 
So I did watch Candyman for the first time. You did, and I was so happy you came to. We had a little Netflix party. Yeah, and that's it's really good. Actually, you really want to start watching all the sequels. I'm gonna get on that. I'm sure they're not as good, but you know what? Do it anyways. I actually haven't seen any of the sequels, but um, I will at least watch. I know there's a Candyman two, and I'll watch that. I know it's set in New Orleans. Um. I just keep rewatching the yeah. original. <laughs> um, I also watched uh, a bunch of the DC animated movies, which I've been trying to catch up on. And I watched The Dark Knight Returns, and it's so good. It's really good. I've seen that, yeah. And the uh, version I purchased on Amazon had a whole bit after about Frank Miller and about The Dark Knight Returns. And it's really cool, because if you don't know your comic history, Batman was silly up until the 80s. Like... The 60s Batman was pretty much Batman. And Frank Miller was the first to like do the dark Batman that we understand and realize today. And with The Dark Knight Rises, the first time we really saw that. And just from that, it shifted the entire industry to stop being campy and weird. And honestly, the industry was dying before Dark Knight Rises. So it was really cool to see like a cool documentary at the end, like what this means. I mean, Frank Miller's an insane man now, but at least at one point, <laughs> he, he did a lot of good stuff. But. Yeah, yeah. Dark Knight, it, it's it's definitely absolutely remarkable. I highly recommend reading it. And then on the flip side of that, I watched Teen Witch at a, uh, at a 4th of July barbecue. Teen Witch? Of... Yeah, you haven't seen that? Oh, I've seen it's it. It's so bad. Oh. <laughs> We were, it, it was a uh, it was an ironic watching. Everyone is goofing on it, and it's bad. It's it 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 is. <laughs> but it's a fun bad. It's like a, it's so goofy. Like it's almost like a parody of an '80s movie, although it's an earnest '80s movie. Right. It's like a parody of itself. It's so yeah, weird. Definitely. So yeah, just a bunch of movies. Uh, the other thing I want to cool. do throw out, I probably should put this in news, but you know what? Whatever. It's our podcast. Um, so um, <laughs> my cousin's husband actually uh, has tested positive for coronavirus. Oh, wow. So that's the first person I've known that's had it and tested positive. Uh, my friend yeah. Barnes earlier did pretty sure we, we were all pretty much sure he had it, but never got tested. So this is official like he had it. He's doing well. He's quarantined upstairs away from the, the entirety of his family. Um, so far, so good. But that's a, that's that a thing. That uh, sucks, man. Yeah, it's creeping in. It's creeping into the social circles and family circles. Yeah, because that's the thing I hear Especially sometimes. Especially if you know people in Florida, apparently. Right? <laughs> but that's the thing I hear sometimes, uh, you know, if you see it in comments every so often, where it's like, well, I don't know anyone that's got it, so how are there all yeah. these cases? It's like, well, there's a lot of people in the world. There are a lot of people in this country. People like to act like that's not true. <laughs> all right, but let's move into uh, everyone's favorite topic of the show, only in a <laughs> pandemic. And major civil unrest. <laughs> you can't help yourself. I can't. <laughs> so oh, stories, that, stories, personal or whatever that we have found that can only happen in a pandemic or massive civil unrest. What? What do you have? Anything? So uh, only in a pandemic, and I think also like in the combination with major civil unrest, 
does the Lincoln Project lure leftists and progressives into thinking like into a false sense of security have you noticed yes yeah oh my god like if you if anyone's on twitter you might look at the lincoln project and just be like oh this is a really funny like quirky little page and wow they really seem to like really want to suck it to trump and you know whatever and you see all these like progressives like retweeting them and like I've even heard of people giving them money, and I'm like, yo, look them up. <laughs> <laughs> they don't, they're, they're like, they're like actual Lincoln, where it was like, yeah, we're going to free you, but we're also going to try to ship you out of the country because I don't think that whites and blacks are like able to live with each other in a democracy. Yeah. Like, that's the kind of Lincoln project they are. Yeah. <laughs> they're not they they just want to get trump out of office so they're doing what works best for them right now yeah. and it's working like they you know they're throwing their power uh behind democrats because it serves their purpose yep. because they don't agree with the type of republican that is in office but that's all they're doing yeah do not give them your money yeah absolutely <laughs> unless that's your thing like you know if you then don't think you know, if you agree with them, then so be it. But just look up your shit, man. Yeah, <laughs> you always got to see where the money's going to, because you never know. I like seriously. I just saw something because someone was uh, talking about how Ann Coulter, like, is trying is like trashing on uh, Mitch McConnell, and people are like, "What?" And they posted like the like another like what gif, mm-hmm. you know, and. All these people were like, oh, it's the best, you know, it, it was on a, a progressives Twitter feed um, and all the comments were kind of like, oh, my gosh, Lincoln Project is so funny. You're the best thing on the Internet. And I'm just like, just make sure you know who they are. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, that's my thing. I just think it's why it's, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy to watch. So I uh, so only in a pandemic and massive civil unrest will Sasha Baron Cohen make uh, our rightist gun nuts look even crazier. Oh, this is so good. This is actually a couple (laughs) weeks old, but uh, I just remembered it and it's amazing. So he um, there was uh, it's the Michigan is Michigan, right? Yeah, I think so. So there. militia decided to have a barbecue or some whatever militias do and they didn't have money for security which one is already ironic because isn't their whole thing is that they're they're the security (laughs) so yeah so they got a donation from anonymous donator to to fill the security hole and, and pay for security and sasha baron cohen dresses up like a big old redneck in a fat suit and gets on the stage and starts singing this insane song. And then the they couldn't get him off stage because he's the one that hired the security. And the security was stopping anyone from getting him off the stage. <laughs> then it gets so crazier. Good. He escapes in an ambulance. And then comes back dressed up as a reporter. And was asking them questions. And they still didn't realize it was him. Sasha Baron Cohen is an unsung hero. <laughs> he is insane, and he has no like, 
no off switch. Like, there's no intimidating him. He doesn't, there's no dangerous situation he won't go into. It's kind of terrifying. (laughs) But yeah, you can definitely find why it's so thrilling to watch. Yeah. You can find video of him singing, and it's, it's an insane song, and it's amazing. And, uh, oh my god yeah and they uh, it was just right uh, right in front of them they had no idea what was going on it's <laughs> <laughs> uh, good stuff oh god yeah if you need a laugh highly recommend it also it's a little anxiety inducing again every like he's an unsung hero but i'll get so stressed out watching him. yeah because <laughs> i'm like oh my god they're gonna catch him and murder him right they're gonna figure it out and like rip his head off <laughs> And somehow he's still alive. I don't know how, but somehow. He's just a man of many oh. faces. Oh, true, <laughs> true. Good good reference. Yeah. Oh, anyway. So we got a, a new part of the show that we're going to do for the Ooh. first time ever. Is we actually have some uh, listener questions. Uh, one Yay! specifically. So this one comes from uh, my best friend Doug in my band. Uh, Doug, Luna will know him as the short, pretty one. He is the short, pretty one <laughs> <laughs> with fancy headband. The fancy headband. He wants to know what we think about uh, white people doing voices on uh, anime for animation for people of color and the ones that are giving up those mantles recently. Oh my god, Doug, I am so glad you asked this question because I cannot tell you. I almost posted, and I probably will still post, for the love of God, for my birthday, for anyone who wants to give a shit, please give up the performative bullshit <laughs> gestures. <laughs> like, okay, I, okay, my personal opinion is this. If you've had this job already, and you've been doing fine, and you're successful as this black character, and you're not doing this in, you know, poor taste, and you're not putting on some crazy, you know, whatever, making it derogatory, then keep your damn job. No black person wants to go in and take that job. They will just want to be at the table at the beginning of the conversation. Mm -hmm. Like, let us, you know, be there when you're writing, when coming up with the story when you're writing the characters when you're casting the characters from the get-go we will probably help the story be better (laughs) and have like a different perspective so it's not the same damn thing it's just but these people that are like i'm stepping away from my role and i'm just like for who yeah who are you doing that for (laughs) like nobody asked you to do that it's like the um the uh who was it? It was John Legend who was talking about how he got on the wrong side of a real estate company because they were like, um, we're no longer going to call it the master bedroom. Oh, yeah. It's like, ain't nobody asked you to do that. Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't care about that. What I care about is actual social change. And like, if you have money to throw around, throw it in the right direction or something. Help with the actual cause. But this whole, like, I'm going to give up my role, like, oh, I'm tired, yo. Yeah. That's my personal view. I'm just, I'm tired of it. Like, I'm just tired in general. And these, like, people doing this performative, you know, 
anti-racism gestures i'm just like uh, okay but what are you actually gonna do yeah does that help anything no i'm actually 100 percent agreement and i'll even add though it even makes the black lives matter movement to outsiders make it look a bit more petty because people that are getting that are just reading the title of the article of like voice actor of cleveland steps away they're like they forced them out it's sjw's gone wild and it's like yeah he did it himself like he stepped down himself no there was no like no one asked him to do that no one asked anyone to do that and i i think i mean you're absolutely right that is a whole other topic um in and of itself Oof, don't don't get me started. <laughs> We're already on the long side, so yeah. <laughs> right, um, but I will say that, like, I think that. Well, it's gone. I had a I had a thought and it left me. Well, I lost it. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> I I may I may come back with it at some point. But um, but in in general, thank you for that question. I really appreciate it. I've been thinking about it a lot. I remember what it is. It's that, unfortunately, we are in a culture right now where people are scared of the public. And I do think that, like, while I am frustrated with these individuals stepping back from their roles, um, I do understand why they're doing it. And they're doing it to not get canceled. Yeah. Because there is a huge section of twitter that's just like cancel happy and ready to cancel anybody for anything whether or not black people really want right. to be canceled <laughs> and it's like um i think sometimes it can be uh people like i, I and i understand that like people that are convicted rapists yeah fuck yeah them. um but sometimes i do think that people are just happy to drag somebody they just don't feel like you know they feel like ruining their day for a minute um, and, you know, I don't want to get on a whole thing about cancel culture because again, that's a whole other thing, but I do, I do understand that these people are stepping down because of a fear mm-hmm. of being canceled and that has real lasting impacts, um, financially, but also mental health wise. So, uh, you know, I don't fault them. I'm just frustrated that it's even a thing. Yeah. There yeah. we go. Cool. <laughs> Yay, question. Yeah, so yeah, if anyone else uh-huh. has any questions, you know, hit us up on our Gmail or our Twitter um, or our comment section on the YouTube videos, wherever, we'll, and we'll wherever. answer your questions. Wherever. Yeah. All right, so let's go ahead and end up today with our hermit level. So on a level 10, that's your Howard Hughes, and you're only watching your own movies for nine hours straight and not moving out of a seat. Uh, in complete darkness or are you the wolf of wall street at a level one where you're um running around in your corvette or your lambo uh to score more um uh, what did they do in that movie let's just say cocaine let's just say cocaine lots (laughs) and lots of cocaine so where are you at in your hermit level uh, I'm at a seven this week, so oh, okay. down from my usual nine, nine point five trend. <laughs> <laughs> but it's because um, I did go to that drive-in that I mentioned uh, last week, and so I feel like I was around people. I didn't talk to people, but I like saw them about, you All know. Right. <laughs> and uh, I also got my hairs did, yeah. so that involved being near a human. 
a very awesome human, uh, Yvonne. She teaches at the studio as well, um, who made my hairs all shine. Yeah, it looks great. <laughs> Thank you. It's my birthday hair. <laughs> <laughs> What about you? What, how are you hermiting? Um, I'd say probably a good five. Um, I did go to this very small barbecue of other quarantined people at a resident. We didn't go anywhere. So it all seemed mm-hmm. pretty safe. Um, so I met some people there and talked to some people. and But um, that was kind of about it. So... <laughs> Um, kind of one big step and then, you know, obviously seeing the band and stuff, we did a stream and things like that. Right, right. So seeing people, but, you know, still being at home for most of it. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that's kind of the future we're looking at. (laughs) (laughs) So let's go ahead and wrap this up. Where can people find us if they want to tell you how good your hair looks? My hers. You want to tell me how good my hers look? Um, you can find me at Luna underscore Minwee on Instagram, on Twitter. Um, yeah, just those things. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find the Goth and Sloth at uh, Goth and Sloth on Instagram, Twitter, and Goth and Sloth at Gmail. Mm-hmm. And YouTube, you just have to search the Goth and Sloth podcast. Yeah, yeah, we don't have enough subs to have our own uh, URL yet. We'll, we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What about you, Matt? Where can Matt? Where can people find all the all the Matt all things? All the things. I'm Wizard underscore Matt on Twitter and Wizard Cosplay on the Instagrams. Uh, my band is Leonardo Leonardo. You can find us at Leonardo Leonardo Band on SoundCloud, and my YouTube channel is Matt the Pharaoh Wizard. Hooray! So, yeah, and he has yeah. new videos up. I do. No. I just put one up sure. today that came out uh, about, or sorry, yesterday, about uh, all the different people I have played Superman over the many years. It's a lot of people I played Superman. It is a deceptively large number. I haven't watched a video yet, but I will, and then I'll know just, just how, many. how many. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll do it for another episode of The Goth and the Sloth. Yeah, thanks for tuning in, guys. As always, wash your hands. And don't go to Disneyland. Oh, don't go to Disney. Or Disney World. Don't go to any of the Disneys. Any of them. (laughs) Okay, bye.